What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Sawdust Talk. Let's go! We have got an awesome episode lined up for you guys tonight. We will get our guests in, Mike and Cindy. We got TJ hosting with me. Uh, and we'll see who else. Um, but it's going to be a great show. Can't wait. Hope everyone's having a good night. Uh, let's see here. I thought I was getting TJ in here. How's everyone doing? Oh, hey! hey what's up, dude? Hey, there you are. Look at that. Camera ready. Camera and looking good, too. Yeah, see? Oh, hold on. I got to move that block of wood from my messy work bed here so you guys can... Hope everyone is having a good night. Um, so while we get uh, Mike and Cindy in here, uh, just a big shout-out to George Supplyco for being a part of the show. Your go-to place for um, maker hey. merch, right? So, what's up, Mike and Cindy? Thank you guys. What's going on? How are you guys? How are you? We're good. Right. We good? <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad right now. <laughs> well, welcome to Sawdust Talk. Um, for everyone else, I'm your host, Kyle Brewer, uh, and sometimes I do record here, and other times I don't. Most times I don't. Um, I'll hand it over to TJ and uh, introduce yourself, and, and we'll get back Great. to Cindy. Yeah. So I'm TJ with TJT Workshop, kind of backwards and right back here. Um, I'm located in St. Louis also, like Kyle. I do a little bit of woodworking. Most of it takes place on a lathe here. There's another one that the camera's propped up on right now. A uh, little bit of metal work, and I'm pretty excited tonight. Uh, Mike and Cindy, I think you guys might have been the first woodworking-related live I ever saw on yes! Instagram. With, with, with who? Was, was it with... Uh, <laughs> so I got two you? kids under four, so time and space are kind of <laughs> pointless. That, but, uh, that no, no, I, I'm pretty sure that... And you guys are easily one of, like, the first six accounts that i ended up following also which is pretty oh, cool so that is so cool thank you man yeah. thank you but yeah and so uh i'm filling in tonight for uh jeff at maker's way and he wanted me to prepare the following statement to introduce you guys um let me Get my composure and channel my, my innermost Jeff. I need to, like, shave the sides of my head and put neck tattoos down me. But, um, but, yeah, so I am excited to introduce you all to Mike and Cindy from Mixin Creations, who have been mixing it up a little bit, not only with a little bit of woodwork, but... Uh, We've got all kinds of different things that you guys are into, not limited by charcuterie boards, cutting boards, <laughs> and I guess now mixed media, mixed media earrings. Is that, uh, right. is that the right. direction things are going? Yes. Um, yes. But, but yeah, so we're happy to uh, have you as our first couple. Um, I know that the couple of times that I've had my <laughs> wife in the shop, things didn't go nearly as well as uh, they seem to go with you two. So we're glad to have you tonight. And uh, yes, that's the extent of me channeling Jeff's bad comedy. Awesome. awesome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, 
Over to you guys. Right. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you got started, what you're doing, kind of, uh, yeah, just give us some give us some intel here. Do you want to go? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are Mike and Cindy, and we are Mixing Creations. Um, and like he said, we mix our creations. Um, I do most of our woodworking, or all of the woodworking, I guess, and she does all the crafting, painting, staining, uh, she takes care of the bills. She takes care of the kids. She homeschools the kids um, and takes care of everything. So all I do is the woodwork, and that's it. Um, but we are in Victoria, Texas, which if you look at a map, uh, Austin, San Antonio, and Houston all make a triangle, and we're two hours away from each of those cities, uh, and they're all in opposite directions. Uh, but it's a... Not a huge city, but it's a decent-sized city. Um, but, you know, we love it out here. Um, and we got our start from, I guess, humble beginnings. <laughs> We're going to talk about some of those humble beginnings, but mm -hmm. I went way back, way back into 2016 posts. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> <laughs> the embarrassing posts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like... You should take that picture down. Those are horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we, we, so, I mean, I guess, the, I, I guess the biggest thing was the flood. We had, we had a flood. Um, and it was a very, very, very tough time for us. Uh, my, my wife, my daughter, and, and, and I had to, my son was in school, thank goodness. But the three of us had to literally swim out of our house. Um, and it was, it was insane. We were stuck up in the attic for like, I don't know, an hour, 45 minutes or something like that and oh called 911 and they were like, we're trying to get over there, but it's flooded. They couldn't do it. So, uh, our neighbor, which was maybe not even 500 feet from us, uh, her house was not flooded. So she called Cindy and said, Hey, come on over to our house. So we literally, we, uh, she, she put our cell phones and uh, shoes. shoes and all that Important in a stuff. in a cooler, and then I went out and got the trampoline, and then we put the cooler and our and the tramp and our daughter on the trampoline and just dragged it over to the neighbor's house. Oh, um, so that that was crazy. But the thing about that house, um, it was a rental. It was a small little farmhouse, um, and that is where she started doing the Pinterest thing. Like she was all about DIY everything we were broke for mm -hmm. like pretty much through our entire marriage yeah and we couldn't afford to buy new things and i wanted a new look we had the same stuff our, basically our whole yeah. marriage and it's stuff that Years. was hand-me-down yeah. stuff we found on the side of the road mm -hmm. um so instead of like getting new stuff i just painted everything and like <laughs> including a fabric rocking chair um i thought she was crazy <laughs> but like but it came out cool color for me it it transforms my yeah. world yeah like i feel certain ways with color and i felt uplifted with the change and i was 
asking him if he, I saw all these mom or wives on Pinterest and their husband made them this. And I was like, whatever, uh, <laughs> this jealous. And uh, so I, I would ask him to make me stuff. And um, so he wasn't yeah. really interested at the time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was not about it. I, I took, I took a shop class in high school and I didn't like it. And I never, never again, like touched a, a saw, a sander, any of that stuff. I, I just wasn't interested in it. Um, I was more into like the car world. Um, you know, uh, I liked mechanical stuff, but now it's kind of the opposite. I hate doing mechanical stuff and I love doing woodworking. So, but it's all because like I, the, the, the shelf, uh, she asked me to build a shelf. And all I had was, you know, like a hammer and <laughs> we had no storage. No, yeah, we had no storage. Room. There was no garage or anything. Um, and we and we had, I just built everything outside. And she had no place to put anything in the laundry room. It was just the washer and dryer. So she wanted a shelf above the washer and dryer. Um, I worked at HEB at the time, which is a, a very popular um, grocery store here in Texas. Every if you're from Texas, you know HEB and you love HEB. Um, and I worked for them. I was an overnight stalker. So I went ahead and got some pallets and I took an old hammer and like just pried everything apart. And, um, cause I, cause I saw on Pinterest, all you had to do was take slats this way and then a couple of slats this way and hammer them together. <laughs> it was simple. That's all. Like I could do this. So I did that and it was way simpler than I thought it was going to be. But the look on her face when we got it hung up was just like, she was telling everybody about it and she was so impressed. And she was like, can you make me this? Can you make me this? And it was just awesome. Like I just started falling, falling in love with that. Um, it was so cool to be able to like say, I, I did this for my wife, you know? Um, and we saved a ton of money doing that. And, you know, I started getting, uh, she's saying hi to, she, so, I started getting like, I bought a sander at the flea market for five bucks. I bought a circular saw, you know, old uh, crap, like the down. Sears Craftsman tools yeah. and all that stuff, just hand-me-down tools. And My dad gave us some tools. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, her dad gave us some tools and it was just awesome. So a lot of that stuff got flooded. Um, you know, we, we had what we call the blue wall at, at that house and um, we had this old record player that she painted and looked, made it look farmhousey with the, you know, the, the light blues and pinks and, you know, the whites and all that. And it was so pretty. Um, but you know, all that stuff got ruined. Um, so with that, so, and also this house that we were renting was inexpensive. It was an older lady and she was super nice. And we, you know, we had a, a great, deal you know our monthly rent was affordable and we were you know trying to pay off bills and things like that so we were doing good uh before this flood um but then the flood happened and we weren't doing good well we were doing financially we were trying we, <laughs> we were, were making it we were yeah. you know surviving um but then the flood happened and then for the next like five or six months or so we had moved to her mom's house. We had moved to her sister's house. We finally got our own apartment. But I, if for those of you that don't know, the rent in Austin has been and continues to be, but has always been 
or at least for the past 10, 15, 20 years, extremely high. Um, and we found that out, you know, one day we had an $800 rent and the next day we had to pay, you know, $1,500, $1,600, which we couldn't afford. So I started driving, I was, well, I had been driving for Lyft in Austin at the time, or Austin, uh, Uber, Lyft Lyft and Uber at the time, excuse me. Um, And uh, with my job, uh, my full-time job, and plus doing that, we were making ends meet. It was tough, but we were, we were doing it. So what happened is after the flood, we put everything uh, that we were able to save in storage. Um, and then we finally ended up getting this apartment. We could barely afford it. Um, you know, I had to drive a lot after work. I worked overnight. So after work, I would go and drive. And because she had the kids, you know, so she couldn't just go out and get a job because we, she had the kids. So everything was good or making it. But then what happened is Lyft and Uber got voted out of Austin because they were going through that. If you remember years back, they were going through that whole thing with the taxi cab companies and, you know, getting sued and all that. They were voted out of Austin that, that May. The, the flood happened in October uh, and they got voted out. I, I believe it was that May. Um, and that was devastating. That was almost almost worse than the flood itself um, because that was what was progress was yeah. still going back. So that's where the beginning of mix and creation started because what happened is we, we had all our stuff in storage. We were paying, you know, the $1,500 rent plus the $200 storage fee. Um, and we were, we, and the so storage our, fee was about to go up. Yeah. It, yeah. It was about to go up. So we had, we were struggling. It turns out that the storage facility was right next to a huge flea market in, in Kyle, Texas. Um, it's an old place, but there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot really of really cool finds. Yeah, it's just in a lot of peak vendors that have been there for years and years. Uh, the rent there <laughs> was a lot cheaper than the rent at the storage, so we were like, "Why don't we just bring all our stuff there and act like we're selling stuff?" and <laughs> We did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. We had a, our refrigerator survived the flood. We still have the refrigerator. It was like, you know, like this when we walked into the, that house after the flood, um, leaning up against the wall. But it, it's we still have it. Um, that's incredible. So we, yeah. Uh, we, we, brought, we went there. And that's where we started to sell all her crafts that she had mm-hmm. done. Yeah, from the blue wall, that all the pictures that you know she painted and all that stuff. We started selling all that. At the same time, I had seen this. It's an exactly thirty-minute video on YouTube showing how to do picture transfers. Um, so you transfer pictures onto. Oh, you do that? Oh no! I just I was hoping we were going to get to talk about yeah. gel medium transfers. Oh. The wet, they're, they're the infamous weather wood picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, famous now. <laughs> so. Uh, with those, so what we did, I, I learned how to do that. I, ha- I was getting the pallet wood from, from work. I was even going out to Hobby Lobby or was it Hobby Lobby? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, to buy little plaques of wood. And I was, you know, the first few that I did, I forgot to reverse the image. So they would come out <laughs> reversed. You know, <laughs> yeah, we still have some of those. Um, that's awesome. And we started selling those, um, 
we were in an apartment in the third floor. So I was taking those pieces of Hollywood. I was bringing, bringing them upstairs, uh, you know, doing all the picture transfers. And then on the weekend, the, the flea market was only work open Saturday and Sunday. So on the weekends, we would go and try to sell them. And we did start selling them. Um, and you started getting requests we, for yeah. like family pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, cool. And it was just like, it wasn't so much money. Like we weren't like successful. But it was enough to help out, um, you know, through throughout that entire summer, um, you know, between selling what we had in storage to, you know, making a little bit extra cash with with these orders. We were making coasters, and I'm talking just taking a fence picket, um, you know, that I might have found on the side of the road, or taking a, a piece of pallet, cutting it with my circular saw. Um, I didn't even know about using a speed square to make it a straight cut, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. Just in uh, using that palm sander and sanding it and putting the picture transfer on and it, they came out. Okay. Polyurethane, the thing, and you still see the drops of polyurethane on it, you know, all that stuff. Um, just, it was just horrible, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but it was selling, you know, there, yeah. and I mean, I'd be selling posters for $5 or 20, you know, or, $20 a set or whatever. And it worked. Um, but by that, oh, and at the flea market. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm taking over this, but I get so excited talking about this. It's so this so is exactly what we're here for, man. You're on a roll. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. so we were, so I was doing all this. You know, I had that sander. I ended up buying the Dremel. Um, I had that sander and, and we had the circular stuff. We were, on some Saturdays and Sundays while we were there, I would be sanding, cutting, doing all this stuff while the flea market's open. There's customers walking around. They're coming into my shop, and as soon as they walk out, turn the saw on, cut, cut a piece of wood. Because we couldn't do this at the apartment. So that's, right. that's, that's the only place we could do it. And it was only open Saturday and Sunday. So I couldn't go throughout the week to do it, you know. So this was our time. And I had to get these pieces of wood done by Sunday night, because throughout the week is when we were going to be doing the picture transfers. So one day the manager comes up to me and he's like, come here. So I was like, crap, <laughs> we're going to get kicked out of this place. We're using power tools while it's open. <laughs> Customers are walking around. And I'm using power tools. So he walks me and it's a big building. Uh, it's like a maze. He walks me over to the you know, other side of the building and he opens the door and he's like, and I, I, I like my jaw dropped because he opened the door and it was a wood shop. He had table saw, miter saw. I get, <laughs> I get teary eyed just thinking about it. Cause I was just like, what are you showing me? You know? And he's like, I'm here uh, Tuesday through Friday. And you can come and use this. You promise me you don't cut your fingers off. You can come and use this whenever you need to. Um, he told me the times he's there. And I, so I was able to go and <laughs> I used a table saw for the very first time in my life. I used a miter saw for the very first time in my life, um, all in, in that shop. That's where I learned how to use those tools. I, I didn't know anything about kickback. I didn't know anything about cutting a, you know, you don't want to use a warped piece of wood on a table saw because <laughs> I found out why. Um, 
but it was just amazing. And that's where, you know, I had already fallen in love with making stuff for Cindy uh, and then making stuff for customers, people that I, you know, a lot of them were family members and friends, but a lot of them started being people that we didn't know, real customers, you know, and they're all real, but, um, but now it, at this time is when I started to fall in love with the tools and the craft. And I started watching the YouTube videos and I started watching, you know, the Wood Whisperer and uh, Steve Ramsey and all these guys back then, you know. Um, and it was just, I just started falling in love. Um, so then, what happened? Oh, Victoria. Oh, yeah. well, we just couldn't do it. Uh, we couldn't afford yeah, it, Austin anymore. Even with that little bit of extra income, because of the lost income from Lyft and Uber, that was, you know, that was a good part-time job along with my full-time job. So. He was just working so much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was just not getting any sleep, and we just, I, I don't know how long he could have kept doing it. Yeah. Um, it was probably about six or seven months of close to 15 to 18-hour days. Oh my God! Almost, almost seven days a week. And it was wow. just, I was exhausted. Um, and you know, and our, we had young kids too, you know. So it was, it was, it was very tough time. Um, but her cousin lives here in in uh, in Victoria, um, and he said, "Come work with me." He owns a, uh, a it's a it's a nationwide brand, uh, Kona Ice. Um, he owns a Kona ice truck. Um, and he said, work with me, you know, you can, y'all can, he helped us move here to, uh, to Victoria. The rent went back down to about where it was when we were at the farmhouse. Um, but the difference here is that we got an apartment with an attached garage and that changed everything for me. Uh, because then I started to be able to buy tools um, so I worked with him for a little while. It didn't actually work out, um, but I ended up getting another job and then I eventually ended up going back to, uh, to HEB. Um, but we started filling up that garage, man, with, uh, you know, with the table. Slowly, saw. but surely. Yeah. Just and I mean, talking used tools and this and that, you know, um, and then after a while we started getting real serious about it. Well, we had a market day. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't, we're very naive. We didn't know, like in Kyle, we didn't have to have any kind of permit or license to sell there. Mm -hmm. um, but our very first market day here in Victoria, uh, a tax assessor, yeah, the tax assessor came was by. walking around and asked us where our tax ID was. And we're, we're like, like, what's a tax ID? <laughs> yeah, we had no idea. And she's like, well, you better get one today or you're going to be fined. Yep. And so, so we were like, where do we sign? <laughs> so we had to become official. Um, and honestly, like he tells everybody, this is my business, but like, he just put my name on the paper. <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs> so I, I'm, yes, I'm technically, I'm the CEO and I used to be a lot more involved. I'm only the president. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a lot more involved because, you know, I, this is, it, it was my passion initially. Mm -hmm. um, I love to paint. I love to craft. Um, and unfortunately, the beginning of our business 
was a lot of my crafts and I look at them now and I'm like, Oh, that's not very good. <laughs> um, but you know, we're both super critical we of are. ourselves. Yeah. We're the biggest critics yeah. of, ourselves. of our own selves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and fortunately now he's found um, his own passion of like the charcuterie boards and spoons and, and things that he can build that require me a little bit less because mm -hmm. uh, homeschooling and managing, like this is our very first house. Like it's been a long struggle to mm -hmm. be able to get to this point where we could be on our own. And, I mean, we have been with family most of our marriage. Yep. More years of our marriage have been living with family mm -hmm. than on our own. Mm -hmm. It feels like, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, it's true. So, and and uh, I, I just want to say the, the farmhouse was a rental. This, the house yeah. we live in now is, is our house. We own this house. Yeah. That's awesome. I forgot what I was going to say. You I'm guys have an incredible story. And I, I appreciate you guys being so open and honest about it. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's, it's an incredible story. And I would say, like, everybody in the comments is, you know, how cool is that that you guys have, have come this far? And, and I guess, you know, from my perspective, like, how did you go about, like, starting it? And, like, is this, are you guys doing this full time now? Um, kind of where where or where are you at with the business? So, our story continues. <laughs> We're in the middle of the story right now uh, because yes, we did. We just started uh, full time last December. Okay, yeah. I have to take over because yeah. <laughs> um, he had just been working and working, and yes, we have not been financially stable our mm -hmm. entire marriage. Mm -hmm. But he has allowed me to be able to stay home. Uh, <laughs> stay home with the kids. So th the entire time that we've had kids, um, I've been able to be a stay-at-home mom. And <laughs> he was worn out. He was exhausted. And he was having such a hard time getting up and going to work. And so many years of our marriage when he has worked overnight um he slept during the day mm -hmm. and woke up when it was time for us to go to sleep so we never really got to see each other um because we had opposite schedules for many many years um so that was really hard um so i could see how worn out he was <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> The emotion. I knew. I knew that he was like fed up. He he, all he could talk about was woodworking, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. Uh, but that's all he wanted to do, and uh -huh. he's like, he's you know kicking his feet, like I don't want to go to work, <laughs> pouting, and I was like, do you have a plan? And so we talked about you know. Um, how can we do this? Because for the first time in our almost 15 years of marriage, mm -hmm. were we at a place where I felt comfortable financially? And I'm not a very comfortable person. I've lived with stress for so long that it's what I know. I'm a highly stressed out person mm -hmm. uh, by nature. And 
that's was, where the crafting comes in. Yeah, it, it was like therapy to me, really. Um, but I just knew he had to take this chance because he was not going to be okay unless he did. Mm -hmm. And so we made a plan and we had to reach a dollar amount where we couldn't go below. And we've way past that Oops. so many times. And I'm like, somehow we came back with our tax money. We're like, okay, we can do this a little bit longer. Um, and then we're back down again. And it's scary. Yeah. Um, but somehow that puts some fire under his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been hustling lately. And... Um, it's it's like it's a roller coaster of emotions doing this business. It really is, and you know, I think so. We start we started full time in December this past or last December. Um, what I found out maybe maybe a month ago, two months uh, between a month and two months ago is I made a mistake. So my mistake was that. It's our, because it's our company, I didn't realize in my mind that I'm the one that went full-time in the company. She is still doing her life. She didn't, she shouldn't have gone full-time in my brain um, because she's still homeschooling the kids, taking care of the family, taking care of the bills. You know, she, she does everything. Um, I wasn't doing a lot of that because I was out working, but you know, now I start working at home and I start building a lot of these things. I, I, I always make the, uh, the plaques, I call them plaques for her to, you know, paint, you know, and do her, do her craft. Well, I was making so many of those and she was having to, you know, do a lot of her craft. So she, she also went full time with the business along with what she was doing already. And yeah, I, I can say I, maybe I wash the dishes a little more because I'm home, uh, but it's it's not it's not enough because I'm out in the garage building things all day long. So I think that was the biggest mistake. So that's where the charcuterie boards really started to help out um, because it's not something that relies on her. Um, it's something that I can build 100% from start to finish, um, and then. From that, I, I learned that, you know, hey, I can do a lot of this myself while she can do her thing part-time like she has been for the past however many years. Um, so then I started building. Um, I started to get comfortable enough, I guess. Is, I don't know if comfortable is the right word, but brave enough to start building cabinets um, because cabinets is a whole new ballgame. you got to have straight cuts. you got you got to know how to read a tape measure. Um, you got to know, you know, which side of the line you're cutting on, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's a lot more technical. Um, and it, as it turns out, I'm very, very critical of measurements and, you know, lines and stuff like that. But I love doing that. I, I think charcuterie boards and cutting boards is my absolute favorite thing to build, but I really, really like building cabinets and bookshelves. Um, I'm trying to get a job right now for a dinner table um for a family uh you know things like that i i love doing that so i think the last 
maybe month or so, I, we started marketing a little bit different on Facebook and, and uh, Marketplace, and it's, it's been working. Um, but it's so weird the way the world works because just a few weeks ago, we gave up. We literally gave up, and I went and applied back at HEB. Well, I got the job, but it's it's been three weeks, and in those three weeks, we're sitting here thinking, uh, you know, I already worked for them for six and a half years. I, I know the job inside out. I can do that job in my sleep, but they never called me back, and I'm like, crap, like a week late, a week goes by. Um, and then another week goes by last week, I was like freaking out. Cause I'm like, I applied, I did what I said I was going to do. You know, I'm, I, I applied, I got, I got the job. You know, it's not like I'm not applying for jobs. I did apply. I did get the job. What else do you want from me? And they just haven't, they, they finally called back today, but you know, between last week and today, uh, I was like, what do I do? So I got the idea of posting on Messenger, or not, excuse me, Messenger, on Marketplace. Um, hey, I'm a local woodworker. I, I, I posted pictures of cabinets that I built, security boards that I built, this and that. Man, I've never gotten over 100 likes on a uh, Facebook post, on any Facebook post that I've ever done. I got over 100 likes on this, and I got so many. I'm still getting messages. I still got uh, uh, quite a few messages about that today. I just did a job today um, at, at a woman's house here in Victoria that I got from from that post. The dinner table I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be getting is from that post. Um, we, it's just been it's just been an influx of messages and can you do this? We put her earrings. Uh, she just finished a, a nice batch of earrings and we put those up and we've sold so many of them. Um, so. Right now, I'm just like confused because, you know, man, now I'm back to like, hey, I, we can do this. We can do this. And the holiday season is coming up. So we have a big decision to make. Um, but no matter what happens, mixing creations will will continue. You know, if I go back to the job or if I don't, um, I'm hoping, you know, that a miracle happens. And I know that I'm we're the ones that need to make that miracle happen. But um it's it's an emotional thing um you know we both have gone through emotional lives you know we've had so much happen in our lives um you know be, between her parents divorce that really really hurt her um and then you know me i was in foster care growing up so um it was it was it, you know we've had tough times but these past 15, our, our anniversary is going to be in a couple of weeks and our 15 year. And, you know, the one thing that we both have had for the past 15 years is each other. And, you know, that's, and now our kids too, you know, we have two beautiful children, um, a 13 year old and a 10 year old. And the four of us are like inseparable. Like it's just, it's just awesome. So I'm really grateful. Um, for this opportunity uh, to try to do what we want to do. It's our dream, you know, to be able to work for yourself. I worked really hard today. I, I did a job today and I came home exhausted. And you know what? I can choose to wake up a little bit later tomorrow because I don't have to clock in, you know, and then 
I know I'm going to work hard. I, I, it's in me. You know, I can't not do the jobs that I have. So uh, that's what I like about this. It's such a freedom. You still got to work hard. You know, I, st I, I feel like I'm working as hard as I ever have, but I do feel this freedom of my, the time is actually mine, you know? Um, so it's, it's, it's different. It's tough, you know? So I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> it's nice to know that you've got a partner that looks after you and your family and make sure that that time while it's yours is getting spent doing things. That's going to be good for all of you. That's really cool. 100%, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, on it, I could not do it. I, and you know, take away the woodworking, take away the, uh, the house. I just, I couldn't do life without her. Um, you know, when, when she found me, <laughs> I was a mess. I was, I mean, I was sleeping in my friend's apartment. Uh, and I mean, I had a sleeping bag and a pillow. That's all I had, you know, and uh, it was, it was tough. Uh, her first, my, my first birthday with her, um, she gave, she, for my present, she gave me a, uh, a basket, <laughs> a laundry basket uh, with, I mean, uh, it had a uh, toilet paper, you know, things that i needed and i was like yeah and it because it was it was tough uh but you know just having somebody to understand you and help you and be there for you we didn't expect this to be no. so emotional <laughs> but uh you know and then on top of that for me you know i have i really have like my five i have you know obviously my wife is my number one my, my, my son and my daughter. And then we have this house, you know, this house is a part of our family. And then to me, it's also the woodworking, my shop. Um, it's all, it's all a part of my family that helps me feel, you know, this foster kid that was moving from family to family, you know, just, uh, just missing people, you know, it's, it's so hard to, you know, go and in, move into a family, fall in love with the, with, you know, the, the siblings and the parents and not really know that you're going to leave, you know, but three, four, six months later, they take you away and you never see them again. And you don't know why you don't know what happened. You know, I, I don't have that anymore. And now I have these five things that I just, I've have had for a long time. There's consistency. Um, I do, I do want to say though, you know, it's my parents' anniversary. So I, I was adopted when I was 13 for the, for the last time. Um, I was in five or six foster homes. I was adopted when I was six. That was a, a bad situation. I lived there for six years, but it was an abusive situation. And they found out, so they took me away from that adoption. Um, and then I moved into another foster home, which adopted me. Um, and so I've had my parents since I was 13. Today happens to be their 52nd anniversary. And that saved my life, you know, to, to have that consistency is just incredible to me. Like my parents to, you know, I, I remember all the parents that I've had, but these parents here have been together for a lot longer than I've been alive. And that to me is an amazing thing. So, um, you know, as you can see, like my mind, I have ADHD. I think we both have ADHD. Um, my mind goes all over the place. So I need this woodworking. Imagine to, 
imagine that <laughs> trying to get anything accomplished yeah we start something oh there we go we're doing it right yeah. now we yeah we <laughs> but, I mean, so many things and just go all over the place this is us this is us uh, yeah, yeah. We, okay. Well, so, so we'll start, I'm sorry. Reining things in just a little bit here, boys <laughs> and girls. Yes. I know that you you want cabinets to be the future. Yes. Right. Yes. And you seem to be collecting occasional orders for your slab charcuterie boards, especially ones with the the dished out. Oh, right. Yeah. Are now is mesquite sort of a species that is in abundance around you and that's why you guys are choosing it or are there any properties of it that really yeah. stand out to you M mesquite well i love mesquite yes to both questions these are mesquite i don't know mm -hmm. no walnut. those are black walnut. oh these are black walnuts no. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't show them those no um <laughs> the the mesquite is i i can only compare it to black walnut so I don't know about all different kinds of walnuts. Um, I can only compare it to, I don't know what kind of maple it is that I've worked with here, but it's, it's, I've gotten maple from a cabinet shop. Um, they're cutoffs. Um, that's the only maple I've ever worked with. And I, and I can compare it to pecan uh, or pecan in Massachusetts. I'm from Massachusetts. So okay. Pecan. That's wrong. <laughs> um, and mesquite is extremely hard. Uh, it's a very hard wood. But what I love about it is it, it does what you tell it to do. Um, it's, it's so uh, just consistent, just a, such a consistent wood. Um, if you get the, most cuts are gonna be, I mean, there's not as, at least the, the mesquite that I've worked with, which has been pretty much this entire year, um, there's not as many bug holes, uh, there's not a ton of knots, um, and it's just, vibrant when you when you finish it um so i i do love it and it, it yeah it is more abundant and well it's a little bit more abundant in other parts of texas but it is still a little bit abundant here what's really abundant here is live oak um we're in our area live oak. where we're yeah there's a, another very hard wood yeah and i actually don't like i I think live oak might be harder than mesquite. I don't know. They're they're very similar in, in, in the hardness, but they're very different woods. Um, I'm not as much of a fan of live oak. Um, it, I, what I love doing with live oak is uh, grinding it. I, I, I've made some live oak bowls and, you know, just uh, with the grinder, you know, I don't, I don't do any wood turning and I, I love wood turning, but I don't have a lathe. But um, with the you know, you just sit down and make a grind and like a centerpiece, you know. Um, and I love doing that. But there's something about live oak is just I, cutting it on the on the saw. I, it just doesn't feel as good as mesquite to me. I don't. I don't. I really can't explain it. Um, black walnut is kind of abundant, uh, maybe a little bit more towards central Texas, but um, I absolutely love that too. Um, but Pecan is, it's, it's a little bit softer than mesquite, still a very hard wood, but a little bit softer than mesquite. Um, but man, you can get some grain patterns on, on pecan. Uh, some of it can be a little plain, but when you get a, a spalted pecan board, my favorite, my absolutely favorite board that I've ever made is a spalted pecan board. Um, and it's just beautiful we uh some of our friends bought it thank goodness so i can maybe go see it every once in a while if i want to 
but man, that's such a, and she knows the, the board that I'm talking about. Its name is Kimia. <laughs> All right. And amongst the, the wood turners, pecan often gets referred to as pecan Crete. Uh, when it's green, <laughs> it's really easy to work. But once yeah. it dries all the way out, I mean, it'll dull tools like crazy. It's oh, really? really? I didn't know yeah, that. It's really hard. When the moisture content get, gets low, it, it'll rough up your hand tools proper. But it's Damn. gorgeous. It's gorgeous stuff. And you're right. Spalted pecan is like chef's kiss. So beautiful. It's um, what I don't like about pecan is it's uh, at least what I've been working with is it's got a lot of bug holes, um, you know, and. I'm always like, man, I, I sand a, a slab and it's looking good. You know, I sand it to, to 120. Now I'm up, about to go to 150 and dang it, I just opened up another hole, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and that's you know, something else to fill in. That's why I believe Starbond is, a, you know, a, a, a thing here. So I love <laughs> I love using the Starbond, um, you know, because it's it just you just drop in a few drops and it's. I mean, you sand it off, it's perfect. So, um, speaking yeah. of Starbond, right? Mm -hmm. so they kind of agreed to become sort of a sponsor of the show, so we'll kind of be doing a giveaway um, once a month. Um, so that's great bring us, so I appreciate that. Um, yes. <laughs> um, here towards the end, we'll have you guys pick a number, and then we'll pick uh, again from the chat. Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll get there shortly. I know we're running up on time. We might go a little over, because you guys are awesome to talk about your stories <laughs> and uh you know we appreciate you so one of the questions i just want to jump in real quick and, and i got i got two for you right so who runs your instagram which one of you she, <laughs> she is she is 100 not on social media except well she just came well, back to facebook a few months very ago. very sporadically yeah, yeah. yeah. but I yeah tried. it's a hundred percent any comment post like share anything is all from me can i just say that the video that you showed too or you know when you made the video for sawdust talk it was like the i love you like that is one of my favorite videos of uh, thank you <laughs> i was like trying to figure out where you were going with it and i was like yeah oh my, this is amazing and how do i get my wife to do that for me uh, <laughs> That's so, i saw that it was uh i copied it from i believe it I don't know if it was a TikTok or, or an Instagram. I think it was an Instagram video, but somebody else had done it and uh, we did it. But I, my idea was to have the, the kids involved in everything. And my son is actually the one that's videotaping her writing it. Um, I, had, I had written it in, uh, in, in pencil. And so she was tracing what I wrote. Oh, and nice. then, then he had the camera like this and walked into the garage and I was waiting. So we, we had the whole thing planned. It probably took us maybe 20 minutes to plan it out, but yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And Thank then, you. you know, earlier you kind of talked about, you know, walking into that wood shop at that, mm -hmm. that, um, that flea market. Right. And like what that meant to you, like, to me, like, it, it's just like the woodworking community, right? Like everyone here is just so like open and like honest and like, willing to help you out, right? Like, what's it gonna take to get you to the next level? Like, and it's so, it, I think it's just a reminder for all of us of like, like, we all have to start somewhere, right? Like, no matter who you are, or what your knowledge or background is, like, you, you don't know everything. And like, you need, it's really nice to have people who are help, like, willing to lend you tools and like, things that you can't afford, right? So that you can like, take that woodworking to the next level. And eventually, like, 
grow your business. And I mean, it's just, you guys have such an amazing story. And I know everyone here is, is rooting for you guys. And I'm rooting for you. TJ's rooting for you. We all are. So um, thank you guys for just being here and sharing your story. So absolutely. Uh, thank you. TJ, thank you I'm so much. I don't, I, you guys had me tearing up earlier and I, I, uh -huh. I, I feel like it's hard one. I mean, it really is. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's, uh, it's been, I mean, amazing, amazing to say the least. I mean, it's, we've seen a lot of miracles and it's, it's just so, awesome. It's a long time to be able to get to the point of not being angry about it. So it's, <laughs> it's we're here. we should write a book or 10. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I want to talk a little bit about your uh, Facebook posts and prospecting new clients, right? Because we have a little bit of a jump from a business standpoint, and I kind of want to fill this in for my own selfish interests. But um, so are you guys mostly prospecting new clients through your individual networks of people, you know, friends and family and spreading thusly? Are you yeah. doing like, Etsy or maybe reaching out through your parish or something like we are we are cheap and we don't want to pay for anything <laughs> so the cheapest frugal. yeah we're frugal <laughs> uh, so the cheapest and easiest way to market ourselves uh, for the craft that we do is 100% Facebook uh, marketplace is free um, and it's local. Uh, we don't have to do shipping, um, you know, and, and we do do some shipping. That's part of the reason why we're doing the earrings now um, is because they're much easier. And yeah. Well, a because we have the charcuterie, the charcuterie board uh, cutoffs, um, and b because it's something that we can make in a relatively quick enough time to be able to just knock a lot out at a time, and then we can ship them. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to mention was, um, we're not there yet, but, uh, so like the earrings that he makes out of wood are the cutoffs that are left over from the charcuterie boards. And I really, I saw somewhere on somebody's website um, how they are, um, a zero waste company. And I was mm -hmm. like, how is that even possible? Mm -hmm. Like even, you know, even with what's left over from the earrings, there's still, you still know, sawdust, too. right. So, um, so then I read that they use, they sell their sawdust or they give it away. And I was like, that's genius. Like that would be so awesome because like farms or, yeah. um, whoever needs sawdust, um, can have it. We have so much of it. Yeah. And then it doesn't go to waste, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think that's something that could be really uh, awesome, yeah. like for woodworkers to be able to be a zero waste company and uh, do something like that. So I hope like that yeah. spreads. So, so if somebody, you know, might have some advice on that, that would be great, you know? So, um, so you, we, we get on the Googler and we combine our minds mm -hmm. and we figure out a way to make affordable briquette presses You're using all of that mesquite. You can press all that mesquite dust into briquettes. Well, you got a market in your backyard for that one. And I know that they like exist, but it yeah. requires handing over large sums of money. But I bet 
Yeah. Our powers I, combined. I like Kyle, it. you're getting in on this one too. You know machinists. Um, <laughs> we'll figure like out a it. way to make affordable briquette presses because let me tell you, I got, I, there is no escaping the shavings in my no. shop. No, not at all. Oh, especially with what you do with the wood turning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, but back, back to your, your question, uh, the, uh, market. So it's tough on Facebook because if you don't have a big following, <laughs> well that, but to me, the, what's really tough about Facebook and the big difference between Facebook and Instagram to me is that my friends and family are my friends on Facebook on Instagram. It's other woodworkers. So I use, I really use Instagram more for inspiration yeah it's just you know to see y'all to see you know what people do how they yeah <laughs> exactly let me take that screenshot now um but to see how people do it, it it's it's almost like a miniature youtube to me um but one that i'm involved um what i facebook has always been you know I, my mom is on there my dad is on there my my siblings are on there um you know, and, and people I work with, you know, uh, I, if you post something, you go to work and they're right there, you know, that's embarrassing. Yeah. So, um, so, but Steve Lazalier, um, uh, he said that if you post on Facebook, uh, something about if you post on Facebook, I mean, get, get Facebook to be your number one marketing tool because that's where your local customers are. And, you know, Honestly, your first customers are going to be your friends and family. You know, when you first start off, 90% of them, a lot of times, are going to be your friends and family. So take advantage of that. Um, and then I just started taking advantage of Marketplace. Um, so I posted. And I hadn't done this because fear, I guess. Um, I thought they would, uh, because I'm a yeah, business, they would, they would, yeah, delete the the poster, but I, I just put on there, Hey, I'm a local woodworker. I made it personalized. Um, sh shared some, like, I think you're only allowed to share 10 up to 10 pictures. I shared 10 pictures. Um, I'd love to, you know, I'm available to do jobs, uh, this kind of job. And put, I put the best cabinets that I built this year on there and a few security boards. And it's, and that's where I started getting a lot of customers that, are people that I've never met, but they are all local. That is my bread and butter. That's, you know, I can't build a cabinet and send it to Montana, you know, um, but I can build one and drive it over to the next town over, you know? So um, it, I think that's, so right now, man, I wish, uh, I wish I had done this five months ago, um, but you know, there's better late than never. And I think this is, this is going to be our, um, the, the way for us to get the clientele that we need. No, that's, yeah, no that's and really I think cool. just posting a skill set and being able to deliver without putting somebody out 16 weeks, right, right for a woodworking project or even home improvement. I know that um, if you're trying to get a contractor or just in-home woodworking done, like nailing trim up, right, mm -hmm. assuming you don't have the tools to do it, you're out like six to 12 weeks in St. Louis right now all over the place. Wow. Thanks. Well, I'll tell you what, so, the, the job I just got today um, was through, from that post. And I just spent the day at, at, at this woman's house and I hung up 
a street a street sign, her number sign on brick on her brick. I hung up a hose reel for her. I fixed a, a couple of her cabinet doors. They were loose, so I tightened them up for her. Um, I she oh yeah, I'm framing a mirror. Um, we're just finishing painting it and sealing it and all that stuff, and I'm gonna put it up tomorrow. Um, and then also I trimmed a door that she wanted uh, to be up a little bit higher off the ground so that she could put a thicker rug under it. Um, those are things I would have never thought to do, you know, five months ago, but she asked if I could do it. And I have a, I have a, a good friend, Jordan, um, uh, from Ravenwood, uh, Ravenwood Walmart, I believe. Um, and then I, I've also seen video, the YouTube videos, the inspirational videos. And, uh, my brother even told me just, sometimes you just got to do something that you're uncomfortable doing, you know, and we were struggling, you know, just a month ago and we were like, we got to get that job. We got to, we got to start making money. We're way under our threshold. Um, so she asked me if I could do this and I said, sure. And I just went and did it today and it was nothing. It was just like, you know, I got it done. It's, you know, it's all good, you know? So, uh, I always say, feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, just sometimes you just, you know, I just, I just watched a YouTube video to see if I should drill into the brick or the mortar <laughs> just this morning before I went to her house. You know what I mean? Fair and, question, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, a, and, and again, were, it's I the mean, answer is yes to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I ask questions because I don't know the answer. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the whole point. And when we start stripping away that fear of asking the question in the first place. Yeah. Right. Because there's no reason to be embarrassed in admitting you don't know something. Right. Absolutely. Like like that's some third grader stuff. That's like eh, that's not how it works as an adult. You don't know. Ask a question. And if One somebody looks at you yeah. funny, man, I don't want to say F them. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. Look, I, I wouldn't have asked you if I knew the the answer, right? And so, like, I, I struggle with that in some of the conversations that I have where it's just like, look, I, I'm, I'm only asking these questions not to be rude or to quiz you, but because I just, I don't know. Right. And, I mean, I think nowadays it's different than when we grew up. I'm assuming we're all somewhere around the same age, but, you know, in the 90s, uh, 80s and 90s. Uh, Macho. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, back then it was – it was tougher. Now, I think, you know, well, A, you don't have to ask as many questions because you can ask Google or YouTube. <laughs> but it's it just a lot of people, sorry, a lot of people um, have so much information right now at their fingertips. So you can find out things. Um, I do happen to have a friend, uh, Jordan Ravenwood Waller, um, he's in Connecticut. We've never actually met, but man, I'm telling you, if you look at our message, uh, scroll on, on Instagram, I mean, we talk almost every single day. There's a, there's some days where we don't, but we talk about everything. Um, he's asked me about my, my history, my foster care history. Um, but he was a contractor and he knows how to do all the stuff that I want to know how to do. <laughs> I'm like, ask your yeah, friend. Ask, ask your friend. Ask your friend. <laughs> so, I mean, we've, we've video chatted. We've called. Um, but we text all the time. And I'm always asking him, hey, uh, what do you think I should do about this? Or how should I do, you know, how should I put this door up? And, you know, things like that. And he always, 
always comes up with, you know, he, he knows and it's always been a help. So having, finding somebody like that, um, is crucial. It's having somebody having your back like this is crucial. Um, putting yourself out there is crucial. Um, don't be afraid. You know, there's going to be people that you're, you know, if you're afraid to post on Facebook because your friend from work is going to see it and what are they going to, they're going to think you're weird. You know, that's like you said, I don't want to say F them, but F them. You know, I don't like, yeah, but like be weird. Right. Yeah, that's the thing weird. is like, if they're going to think you're weird, be weird. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Kyle's friends with me for reasons that I still haven't figured out. But <laughs> I was trying to figure it out myself, man. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Say, Kyle, do you want to say why now? Or? <laughs> uh, let's uh, for a different time. Uh, yeah, no. No, but I mean, but, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I don't mind being weird anymore. I, you know, I'm not at that age where I get it. I, I, I'll get embarrassed, but I can laugh at myself. You know, I'm, I'm a dork. I want to teach my kids that, you know, like I said before, feel the fear and do it anyway. If you're going to get up on stage and talk in front of a crowd, you just put yourself in there and you'll be amazed at what your mind and your body can do when you're in the moment. Um, Cause I have absolutely seen that I've, I've, in college, uh, I, I don't, I didn't finish college, but I took some college and we had to do a lot of presentations. Um, I've been a waiter. Just being a waiter was tough for me because you have to get in front of people. You're above them. They're sitting down. And that was hard for me um, with my ADHD and all that stuff. Oh, thanks. She's moving the camera. <laughs> a little off. Um, but you just got to, I don't know, it's. You just got to put yourself out there. It's the biggest thing. Um, and that's what I'm, you know, I'm not talking about a lot of woodworking right now um, because we just went into this full time, you know, months ago. And the biggest thing that we're learning is the business side of this. You know, we have to make money. We have to make sure that we pay our mortgage. Um, and that is the part that is the hardest for me in this business in, in the business that we have we like what we do mm -hmm. but we don't want to deal with that part yeah we i don't like to be in front of the camera i don't like to be a look at me type of person mm -hmm. and he tells me it's not about that you're sharing your craft your craft your art yeah and i mean i guess it may be w different for women um but that's just how i feel and yeah. It's it's hard breaking out of that. I've seen her do things. Um, I'm sorry. So I would take it a step further, right? Like you guys are sh like, not only are you sharing that, but like your story. Like you guys have an incredible story, and like don't be afraid to like share that and like, just think of the impact that that will have on other people. You know, like you guys are are grinding day in and day out, like. You're working yourselves to the bone, like you're supporting your family, you're you're living your dream, like that's an incredible story. So like yeah. I, I would say to you, like share that, share your story. That's gonna connect with people that like both of you being on camera, like that is so cool that you guys support each other like to the core. Like that is really cool, you know. Um, yeah, I'm sure he wakes up with the pillow pressed on his face a little tighter than he <laughs> thought it would be like once. 
maybe twice a year, and that ain't bad we, for being oh. coworkers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I tell her, you know, I, I would love for her to be a part of the Instagram page. Um, you know, more so than what she is. I, we have to plan it out, and you know, it, it's tough. It's tough because we have. I don't want to be on camera because, like, if I don't like wearing makeup, <laughs> I don't like getting dressed. And, and we and, don't have that problem. But yeah, you don't have the problem. And I but, I was uh, you know, I, as far as this, our story, it is, I, I'm grateful for it. It is amazing. And I just, for the first time, I just met, so I have a biological brother and two biological sisters that went through the whole thing. You know, we weren't together, but we went through all the foster care together in the 80s, or at the same time in the 80s. Okay. And there's a picture of us from 1988. It's the last time that we were, all four of us were together, right? We were, we were sitting on the couch. And actually, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll put it on my stories, uh, either today, tonight or tomorrow or something, so y'all can see it. Absolutely. But, uh, we uh, we did a Zoom meeting a couple weeks ago, and it's the first time since 1988 that the four of us were talking to each other. It was uh, we took a I took a screenshot. Um, I don't want to post it because one of my sisters didn't like her face in it, <laughs> but uh, but I took a screenshot and it's got sister, sister, brother, brother, and that's the first time since this is 2022, and that's the first time that the four of us talked at the same time since 1988. We, we haven't seen each other all at the same time yet, but you know, one's in Hawaii, one's in Virginia, one's in, in Massachusetts and I'm in Texas, but yeah, it's all right next to each other. Yeah. You know, so, you know, a couple hours from each other, Literally right, down the road, right? Like what? <laughs> but you know, and I told them the same thing. I'm the youngest one out of all of them, uh, out of all of us. And I told them the same thing. I tell her all the time because she's been through some stuff, you know, and, our story to tell to talk about what we do sometimes i feel like people think that i'm like woe is me but it's not that it's that and i told i said this exact same, same thing to my siblings i said somewhere there's a little kid that's going through foster care and they need to hear our story they need to know what we went through and they need and there's not just the foster kids but foster parents Foster parents are super important, and they need to know that that little 12-year-old boy that, you know, has been through hell and back can grow up to be a 44-year-old guy, you know, with a wife and kids and a house and a passion. And, you know, we, I made it, you know, and, I, and I'm not saying that I'm successful. I'm not boasting or anything. I'm just so blessed to have what I have because I, I know where I came from, you know, and it's, it's tough. I think about it all the time. I miss, I remember my biological mother, you know, and those are the things I'm thinking about when I'm sanding or when I'm ripping wood on the table saw or when I'm throwing some, some slabs through the planer. Those are the things, that's what woodworking does to me is it, it holds me together and it gives me a focus you know, where I can actually sit there for the whole day and focus on one thing. And uh, I don't know what it is about it. I, 
I don't know why, but it's all I can think about. But it's because of what we've been through. You know, um, I think about walking or almost swimming, walking through that water with my daughter on the trampoline, you know, in the, in the pouring rain, there's ants. I don't know if people know, but during a flood, there's ants, they, they form a ball and they float in the water. And I, and I was wondering why I had ant bites all over this part of my chest. And that's where the water was, Ugh. you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's the details are in, are in your mind. And you know, that the woodworking, just being in the shop, smelling it, hearing the tools, using the tools, uh, the feel of a, of a good, good brand new blade, uh, you know, all, all that stuff, even sweeping the floor. I love it. You know, I love all of it. It's, there's nothing about woodworking that I don't like, including sanding. I'm the one person on earth that loves to sand. I could sand all day. It's so much fun. <laughs> you keep yes, telling yourself true. that. <laughs> huh? It's, it's easy on the lathe, so I don't really <laughs> complain about it. The wood does all the spinning. I just yeah, stand true. there and do this. You just no hold it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no biggie. I, I, you know, honestly, I feel like a lot of people have been saying that lately. And, you know, it's not that bad. But, like, a lot of people, like, it just resonates with a lot of people. Like, after a while, you're like, oh, my God, I'm still sanding the same piece, you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. And um, that that my friend Jordan, he had actually sent me, uh, he found a Unita, if you know Unita, the company Unita, um, sander. You know, they're $500 sanders. They compete with, you know, uh, surf prep and and festival and all that he found one at a um at a uh, not a garage sale a, um no the estate in an estate sale uh for 50 bucks brand new still had the plastic and everything in a box and he sent it to me um and nice. and it's the difference between yeah and I mean, and I liked sanding before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, I, so it's so quiet. It's smooth. It, uh, it's just awesome. And right before that, I had won a two hundred dollar gift card for Unita from them. They they did a giveaway, and I won that giveaway. And then he just still happens to find this sander. And things like this happen to me all the time. Yeah, exactly. Things like you this win when you like call into radio shows. Do they pick up? Is that right. is that the kind of good <laughs> fortune that you have? <laughs> I've talked on radio shows before. <laughs> hey, that's but, amazing. Um, that's, and, so I used that two hundred dollars to get sandpaper <laughs> from them. You know, so now I have this, and it's just amazing. How I love. I just, I just, I don't know what it is. I, I if if it's time to use the drill press, I have this Harbor Freight drill press that I use. I just I love every part of it. Do you have one, the little one? Yeah, it's over the, over that way. Yes. If you don't, press oh man, down my shop is brought to you by Harbor Freight. You guys got all those fancy orange rigid tools, man. Mine are mine are mine are all Harbor Freight, with the exception of my lathes and my bandsaw. There you go. There you go. Hey, uh, those new Bremen uh, uh, clamps. I want to try those. I want to try yeah, those. Luke, Luke, in here somewhere. Maybe check them out up oh. here in the in the names. Um, yeah. He's been using them for some cabinet work, actually. You should probably reach out to him. He's over a couple towns over. I came this close to crossing paths with him last week. Yeah. Good guy. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. He said they're pretty decent. So, yeah, I, they look great. 
So I don't have any questions down in the box on my screen. Do we do we have holy moly we're gonna have to go lightning round. We'll just wow we'll these up quick. Um so we've got a couple questions. Okay. Yeah we'll do we'll do quick. Yeah. We'll see. I, okay. I don't know where it's gonna take us. But TJ, you wanna pull one up or you want me to? Okay, yes, I can open it and I see them uh go ahead, take one. Somebody from Canada by the name of Sam at Woolly Petals wants to know why you don't have southern accents. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm the worst with accents. She laughs at me with my accent all the time. She has a bit of a Massachusetts accent that comes out every now and then. Yeah. I am from the Rio Grande Valley. If I had an accent, it would be like, uh, like, like, like that. I'm telling you, like, I can't even remember it, but that's all I got. Uh, she, to me, she has an accent, and actually, my kids do too. Um, but. I'm, I'm when I speak to somebody from Massachusetts, like on the phone or something, my my accent comes out. Like I say, instead of yesterday, I say yesterday, you know, and <laughs> I just I forget to pronounce my R's sometimes. Uh, but, you know, I've had people ask me, you from Brooklyn? <laughs> you know, but, you know, that's awesome. I don't know. I'm just I'm from Massachusetts. She's from the tip of Texas, the oh. south tip. Of Texas. So next question here from Jay May Woodworks. He was on our live last week. Right, I think. Um, but he was asking, "What was that flood hurricane related?" And when? No, when it wasn't. Um, we had a, a new road that was being built, and we also had a lake. Uh, we were in the middle of a new road being built and a lake uh, next to us. Not, it was a a, a, a pond. A, yeah, a pond, pond. a small. Um, and we didn't know that it was flood zone already, but because uh, of the construction, there was like piles and piles of dirt dirt and everything just it, right to us the construction pretty much created a dam this was in 2015 uh where a lot of people that lived in central texas anywhere between austin and san antonio might remember there was a memorial day flood and there was a halloween flood and in between there was rain almost probably 85 percent of the days uh oh. throughout that whole summer Thank and our so. flood was the halloween flood it was we actually had we actually had the flood on, I think, it, I want to say it was October 30th. Yeah. And then on the 31st, some people from church took our kids and, and dressed them in costumes. I had no idea where our kids even were. I just knew they were with somebody from church, so I knew they were safe. But they dressed them in costumes and took them trick-or-treating for us. That was the day after the flood. That's unreal. Yeah. All right. While TJ is reconnecting here, uh, Sam also asks Cindy, "What your you love color? What's your favorite colors to decorate your home with?" <laughs> That's pretty funny because um, now it's kind of the absence of color. Yeah. Um, muted grays black, white, and wood. Those are my colors. Yeah. And that's that's what we've done our whole house with. So for, <laughs> it, it used to be copper or bronzes. Copper, bronze. Bronze, yeah. Yeah. And then it Dark. became the farmhouse uh, whites Teal with white. teals and pinks. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds exactly like my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, now. It's... Is he back? Are you back? Oh, he's back. Oh, we switched. We switched. Okay. We switched. That's cool. So that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what happened, but then I wasn't in. You, you didn't want to hear the color question. That's what it was. I mean, Nothing 
captivates me more than questions <laughs> from Sam at Wooly Pedals. So, <laughs> get it, DJ. You're done, man. You're checked out. So, it, I, I honestly, I was scrolling through questions, and then it was like, boop, home screen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe we went over time, and we all got booted out, and it's like Sawdust Talk still live. And I'm like, poking <laughs> buttons. Okay. So. You want to ask this one from? Uh, okay, Luke? yeah, sure. So, Luke, the gentleman for whom Definitely. you should yeah. be conversing about Bremen clamps, uh, what was one of your main goals when you started versus where you are now? And I think we touched on that a little mm -hmm. bit because it went from let's make some extra money to let's make some mortgage money, right? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. But so, how about instead you tell me a goal that you've set for the next ninety days before we close out the year? We'd like to be able to uh, to pay bills next month. <laughs> sure. They got that bad. Yeah. Um, to survive. <laughs> right now we're in survival mode. Um, and you know what, man, this is what happens. This is small business in America right now. Uh, it's tough. It's not easy, especially if you're somebody like us who, you know, we have ADHD, we've been through a lot and, we're learning as we go right now. So right, it's, right now it's to survive. Uh, so if that means having to go get a job, that's okay. You know, that's not a bad thing. Uh, if you're able to get a job, go do it, be responsible, make sure that the bills get paid, uh, there's food on the table uh, and all that stuff. So um, right now we, we're, I think we're, we're at a point where we need to kind of just take a look back and, you know, just do what we got to do to survive and then come back with a, with a better plan the next time. Yeah. So one thing that I want to touch on also before we knock out our last two questions, um, it doesn't work on my window. Kyle, can you kind of gesture towards this corner of your screen right here where the Sawdust Talk logo is? No, the other way. Yeah, that's it right up there. Okay. So there's a little downward pointing arrow next to all of those names. Uh -huh. If everybody that's watching the show today presses that little downward arrow, you can follow everybody. Mike and Cindy awesome. from that button right there. Awesome. Really, really cool. Um, let's everybody in the chat know, and we want to make sure that, you know, in addition to coming on here and sharing your story with us, that maybe we can help you boost your following. Maybe we can get you in touch with some of the people in this audience. And not everybody knows that that button's up there and that there's like a super easy shortcut for following all the cool kids on Sawdust Talk. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you, TJ. Um, so, Cindy, uh, next question again from Sam. Um, do you participate in the woodworking, and uh, do you anticipate getting more involved in that in the future, or kind of where do you want to be in the business part of it? I, I am a part of it. Every single uh, design uh, we talk about and I okay it or not. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, maybe we should do this instead. Uh, so I am uh, behind the scenes, but I am very much a big part of uh, things that go out, except, well, no, even the charcuterie boards. We design them. We we draw out the shapes on the boards and Pinterest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care where I, you found I the dish. That dish <laughs> keeps your olives oh. and your raisins from running yeah. away, man. That's so key. We actually have we actually have an order for five of those right now. Five of the that same board. 
Um, but as far as the woodworking, do you like power tools? Do you like using them? I have, and I don't. <laughs> no. Not like I've used, what was that big one that goes down? I've oh, used, the, the miter saw. I used the small one. I, I, had, a, I had a one, seven and a quarter inch uh, cobalt miter saw, and she did use that. But then I got the, the big 12 inch uh, rigid, and that's a massive saw. It's got the 70 degree cut. Um, and it, if you're not ready for it, when you press it to get the motor started, it jumps up a little bit. So you have to be ready for that. Um, and yeah, she's. I, I experienced a little bit braver uh, when we lived at the apartment. He had a smaller. Uh, yeah, the, the seven and a quarter, yeah. Um, and I experienced some kickback, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay, probably not for me. I wasn't um, around. I would have. He wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I'm going to be cool. I'm going to make something on my own. And um, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, but right. I, I can use pretty much any other tool. I won't use the, the table saw and I won't use that big thing. And or and the, the plane, saw. The planer. I've no, I've not pushed. She's helped. Into. She's helped me with the planer. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> For whom I'm filling in because his eyeball's falling out of his head. Uh, he sent me a message to remind me to let everybody know that he would have been here and he wanted to be here and he wrote those jokes. Um, would like me to also point out that his wife can't stand to look at him. And he would like to know how the two of you are able to separate work, work from marriage. How do we it, do? We, we wanna... don't. We don't separate. <laughs> it's very hard because I, sometimes I feel like I need to get my. CEO voice on. <laughs> no, the, C right? the CEO voice isn't scary. It's the wife voice that's scary. <laughs> we we work in that. with each other and we have lots of fun and we laugh and then we fight and yeah. we go we, back and all, I would, all again. I would love to be able to just carry a, 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 a camera around. 24-7. We have so much fun, and we're so funny, but I feel like we're so vanilla when we post things, because I'm like, I don't know, I want to be professional, yeah. but we're super silly and just really corny. We're, we're dorks. <laughs> we both like the same kind of music. Uh, we both love the same kind of uh, movies, um, and but we do fight. I mean, we're not perfect. We're just not going to post a lot of that stuff on, on, you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever, because it's not. That's not the message we want to. We, we want to be uplifting. Right. Um, we want, we want people, we don't want to not be real. Right. But we want to be uplifting to people. We want people to enjoy, uh, you know, us not watch us because it's like, oh, my God, what's happening? We want them to watch us because, oh, wow, that's cool, you know. And, and that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah you, you get on my nerves a lot. I'm I sure do. I get on your nerves a lot. No, never. But I honestly would rather him be here than not be here because yeah. for so many years he was uh, asleep while we were awake right. and vice versa. And so yeah. it's a lot nicer having him here. Especially with me being home alone at night, that was always very that stressful was tough. for yeah. me. Yeah. So I like it. We just we're best friends. Uh, if you put a good, I don't know, Dr. Dre song on from the '90s, or 
you know, Snoop Dogg or Queen or any of the 80s hair bands. Uh, we know all the words and we love it. And we do karaoke. And the kids sometimes, the kids are so shy that they won't do karaoke in front of us, but they want us to do karaoke. Like they'll set up the machine and tell us, go do karaoke. Because <laughs> they, they like hearing us, you know, sing. And we'll belt it out and we both don't know how to sing at all. <laughs> Yeah. One day, Kyle, I'll perform my rendition of Cisco's The Thong Song in your presence. Ah, yes. Whilst holding a karaoke mic. Yes. And your world will become complete. Boys and girls, the time is now 1124. This conversation was riveting, delightful, emotional, informative. I mean, you, you guys, this, this is what Sawdust Talk is about. You guys crushed it. And I'm so happy to have you guys with us. Uh, we're just shy of 20 viewers. Do yeah. we want to yeah, do a so, George Supply Co? Um, yeah, we can. Um, so yeah. kind of on that note, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll post something tomorrow about a Starbond giveaway, and we'll make that happen. <laughs> Sorry, um, Starbond. Um, but yeah, we can do a uh, George Supply Co and, and go with that for tonight if you want, TJ. I'll let yeah, you that sounds awesome. Okay. Uh, Mike, Cindy, one of you needs to write a number between 1 and 23 backwards on a piece of paper. And with all of your gel medium experience, this should come to you naturally. Okay. Okay, so we're not quite ready <laughs> there, think, Chad. I think, we, I think we know what number. <laughs> um, so you said between 1 and 23 backwards. Yes. I, I hope I got this So right. that when you show the camera, it's forward. Oh, oh, gotcha. I think Okay, so, so we've got 23, 4, another 23, 5, 12. Scream when you hear it. 15. 13. 15 more. again. 13. Give us some hints here. Where where do we need to go? Down. <laughs> 19. 17. No, that's it's always up. 17. No. Um, we got an 11. Go down. Nine. C9. My wife guesses C9. Well, you sunk her battleship. Congratulations. Uh, 12. Four, 11. Eight. Nine was closest. Eight Two. Was close. Eight. Three. I saw a seven. So. Yes. <laughs> All right. Who had seven? Luke's custom woodworking. Way to go, what? Luke! He can finally Luke. get that RoboCop shirt he always yeah. wanted. <laughs> All right, nice job, Luke. All right, boys and girls. Uh, Kyle, are you on next week? Me? I'm always on. You're uh, always on. I think I'm on next week. Sure. Uh, so, oh yeah. So we will get uh, Luke's information over to George Scott at George Blyco. Um TJ, thank you for co-hosting. Mike and Cindy. You guys are phenomenal. Like TJ said, we're we're so happy to like share your story and be a part of it, honestly. And Thank you so much. And I just want to say real quick, I am amazed. Like everybody that you got coming up is, is amazing, but I'm amazed that I'm on a show that The Wood Whisperer and Jason Bent are both going to be on. That like, is you're amazing. You're a big deal. Right. You yeah. are a big deal. The whole point of Sawdust <laughs> Talk is to remind you guys, you're a big deal. Yes, I, I love that. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. No, it, it's so cool, right? Like, that's what's so cool about this show is, like, we, we get to feature, like, these smaller accounts, but also, like, 
Ed Mancini, right? Like he's amazing. Yeah. Has all these awesome connections and got us hooked up with all these huge accounts too. So it's like, man, it's such an awesome range and it's such a great part of like showing every aspect of this community. And I would just encourage you both to share your story, share your personalities and, you know, keep uh, encouraging others to kind of do the same because you guys are, like I said, phenomenal. So TJ, Mike and City, thanks all night and uh we'll catch you next week tj you want to do your same bad time same bad channel (laughs) 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 all right guys all right bye